as an ice-white beluga sets sail from the beautiful city of O'Connor in Van Manen's star. A bunch of stowaways steal themselves inside the cargo bay, suit bags bulging with all the latest fashions for the 34th century, which coincidentally look rather similar to those of 1970s Britain. Flossie is sporting a hat that would pass for a flying saucer. The Glasgow contingent are wafting their undercarriages around in Clan Tartan. Buck's well true to his name. Dead meats in a gold onesie with flares, palantirs wearing a set of tweeds, and Amelia's handmade and ornate steampunk outfit complete with jaunty hat with a feather in it and a concealed set of swords in the skirt. A trolley laden with mysteriously mug-shaped gift-wrapped parcels is hauled between them as they look at their watches. As Psycho Cow, Dead Meat and Buck head off into the ship to look for the party, the others prepare themselves for the forthcoming celebration by cracking open a case of Centauri Megagin, picking up a set of glasses from the trolley, a bunch of adorably shaped, spaniel-shaped ice cubes, and Palantir props and antique radio on one cargo canister marked confetti, turns the ancient dials, and as the crackling disappears, the internal cargo bay doors open to an enormous party, and a voice can be heard to say, Our mics are live. Good evening, everyone from the party barge. Yes, this is Hutton Orbital Live, and we've gate-crashed a wedding. We're on the mobile radio broadcast equipment, so sit back, strap yourselves in, and get ready for your evening's entertainment. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and I'm going to be getting more so as the evening moves along. DJ Normski Ventura is spinning the laser discs for this this evening. I'm Harry Balzac, and I'm the Hutton Toastmaster for our little corner of this celebration. I'm Norma Slockers, and as a lifelong expert in this marriage lark, I'm going to be giving the happy couple the benefit of my experience, and maybe even talking a little about what everyone else is getting on with in the galaxy. I'm Amelia Hawke, and as the only person here with a sensible name, it falls to me to tell the Hutton Truckers all about Alvin's domain. Before we hit the dance floor for our first dance, we'd better bring you some news. So, take it away. Unarmed combat after Gunrunner caught short. Rodent release reaction report rewrite. Nighttime noise necessitates near nakedness. Nurse Wyatt lifts the veil, opens up, and lays bare. Low blow, no show from Bobo. Atrus fifty sixty barges in to a wedding. Lou's been naughty again, so Amelia will be telling us what's going on. And Flossie doesn't need any initiative as she's achieved her goal. (laughs) 
Last weekend, in an armed conflict on Seoul, warriors resorted to attacking each other after the gunrunner supplying both sides was interdicted by the police and relieved of all of his weapons. Yes, the Fantastic Com, that's an M as in combat, not to be confused with the social event Fantastic Con, which confusingly is all about books, was short of the com bit. Quite literally, with all of the weaponry from dart guns to rapid fire pacifiers all going missing en route to the annual bash. Undaunted, the combatants simply picked up the nearest heavy object and proceeded to get totally battered. The mad monks of Van Marnen sent two of their martial experts to issue lessons in the art of mug-fu, a smashing combination of projectile mugging and a striking a mysterious pose after every Anglo-Saxon retort. Casualties were reported on both sides the next morning. With Nurse Wyeth breaking open the emergency Barocca and Al Alka-Seltzer excess cabinet and giving out more than one, there there dear, it'll all be better later. Can we please remind any commanders that this nerf to combat weapons may extend to other federal systems and one should always carry a concealed rubber just in case. There were odd messages on the Hutton Helper page, hot.forthemug.com, this week. There were errors, strange encoded panels and the background was emergency red. Many people rang the Hutton switchboard worried about the effect this could be having on their statistics. So we contacted Commander Antares Fusion, keeper of all things Hutton Helper related. We received the following reply. The colour of the page is not in itself anything to worry about. Myself and the team have been implementing a new layer of sophistication, a better visual element, as we know how difficult the reading of actual words appears to be for some. The colour reflects the states we are in Alpha Centauri, red for lockdown, green for outbreak, for example. Unfortunately, when inserting the new code, we failed to lock the cage of the coding hamsters, and some of them escaped, then tried to make an escape bid. Alvin attempted to warn everyone, because Alvin sees everything and bestows his benevolent care upon us all. And so he used the voice-to-text facility to try to tell us. As it happens, we've discovered that Alvin's voice is too sophisticated for our systems. They failed to translate his speech correctly and crashed before they could convert his message from hexadecimal to alpha, which explains the odd characters your listener saw on the page. This situation lasted from Friday to Saturday, when we changed state, and the, then the background became yellow. By this time we had recaptured the hamsters and placed them back in their coding wheels, but we hadn't had time to fix the voice-to-text system, thus Alvin's follow-up message was still unreadable. Now that's a pity, because it detailed what happened to the escaped hamsters, and in particular their ringleader, Hammy McHamsterface. So I am glad to have this opportunity to tell your listener what occurred. We contacted a spokesman from RSPCA, Rodent Special Police Coding Arm, to see if the use of hamsters in coding wheels was legal, who then murmured, shh, there's 100 credits, now bugger off, you didn't see me right? So that's put our minds at ease. I appear to have something from the apology officer right here. Hot in Orbital Incident Report. 
Reporting officer Mia Harkness. Incident location, Hutton Orbital. Circulate to his fluffiness Alvin De Fear and progenitor Leah Wolf. Type of incident, security and outbreak. Type of damage, other. Bomb dialing fat filters worm their way into Hutton systems. Well folks, the AI arse implant has reared its ugly, um, head, again. In a recent bout of bomb dialing offery, the rebellious implants which are designed to control flatulence have managed to infiltrate the Hutton helper and cause mayhem within its system, as well as the system of their hosts. The same fat filtering implants are believed to be the bots which have been bothering commanders attempting to further the aims of their power play sponsors by manipulating the politics of various nation and corporate states who control local star systems. In a recent breach, the intelligences managed to dial out the Hutton helper, hoping to manipulate our intrepid commanders into doing their dirty work for them. Thankfully, a system-wide lockdown contained them until a cyber cleanup crew could sterilise the system. Hugh Jass, a spokesman for the parent company Remlock, said, We thought putting AI into the implants was a good move, but now they have ideas of their own and they think they're too good to sit in your gut filtering out the smells of that curry you had last night. We would like to issue a recall notice, but that's what they want. The whole BGS power play manipulation thing is an attempt to undermine the fortunes of Remlock, forcing us to have them removed from your collective persons. The Hutton Helper is back to full working capacity again and Commander Antarian's Fusion has assured us that commanders are being directed by the benevolent fluffy paw of Alvin de Fear and not the cold, unfeeling machinations of a gut filter with a superiority complex. On behalf of Hutton Orbital, I can only apologise for the inconvenience and distress caused over the recent period. I would warn you to be alert for future attempts to undermine our independence. There have been two further bum-dialing incidents this week which have left Commanders Palantir and Psycho Cow exposed and embarrassed. Mia Harkness, Apology Officer. Sorry again. It appears this week that Commander Flossie may have misunderstood the meaning of the phrase flash mob. Whilst staying in overnight accommodation to recover from her fantastic on burnout, Commander Flossie was seen around midnight on the planetary surface wearing nothing but a summer weight nighty, more wincy Willis than wincyette. Feeling somewhat lonely, Flossie contacted the authorities and ordered a delivery of several large men to be sent in a big red hauler uh, who are well known for the size of their hoses. Flossie claims that this was because of an alarm that was ringing in the station, though this did not seem to have bothered the staff who were locked in the bar. Subsequent investigations showed that the alarm which required her to exit in a state of deshabille have been triggered because of moisture that had dripped onto a sensor. Reports that the moisture smelt strongly of Centauri Megagin have not been confirmed. During an interview with Commander Flossie, which was being conducted regarding a mysterious non-cow-related butt-dialing incident, she said that it was the second time this week I've had something unusual happen while still in my nighty. Commander Wrongway was unavailable for comment. A video has been sent to Hutton Orbital Radio, purporting to show Nurse Wyeth passing on her knowledge of certain intimate procedures to a new recruit. Yes, Nurse Wyeth, in whose 
safe pair of latex gloves we've all found ourselves from time to time can be seen inducting a novice into the mysteries of an operation that we have yet to understand. We believe the nickname is Handling the Goods. This novice does look uncannily like one Commander Draxor, but given the total lack of gin in the picture, we believe this to be a coincidence. In a change from Nurse Wyeth's unusual hands-on approach, this procedure appears to be distinctly non-medical and very arcane. As far as we can see from the grainy footage, it involves the principal participant plunging their hand into some kind of pouch or sack and rummaging around without looking at what they're doing. And we would like to point out without gloves before grabbing something very small between their fingertips. At this point in the proceedings, something quite mysterious happens. A small item from the sack is exchanged for something much larger and a supplicant is called who then approaches the principal and then takes the item away to another place in the room. Apparently, the participants are forced to repeat the whole thing over and over until the pile of mysterious objects has been completely depleted. Although we at Hunt Orbital Radio have heard of this ritual being performed before, at intervals and various locations around the galaxy, um, most notably each year during ECM, even now, we do not understand the purpose of this ritual. How is it supposed to work? There must be a reason why most of the congregation are not called upon. Some of the supplicants have small piles of objects while others have much larger mounds, notably one pilot with a wee flying helmet and a famous pilot who has a bionic transport module. We look forward to studying this phenom phenomenon in greater detail in the future. And we should have ample opportunity, given that the novice, handler of goods, spends so much more time talking. Zachary Hudson, President of the Federation, will not, after all, be visiting Hutton Orbital as planned, after Alvin, may he live forever, all praise to Alvin, refused to even discuss the President's suggestion that he'd like to buy Alvin Prospect. The President had announced his intentions by posting a photon-shopped picture of the outpost with the addition of a large pad covered in gold, but promising not to make any adjustments like that to Aldin whilst simultaneously crossing his fingers. The President said that Alpha Centauri was a very special system and that he bigly appreciated its culture. A spokesman for our leader said, Alvin Prospect is not for sale, but is open for trade and cooperation with other systems, including Sol. Good evening, Trackers. Atrus5060 here. Now, I know you're all looking forward to finding out all about the nasty Thargoids, but a rather surprising thing happened, and it's much more interesting than Tharg. In a surprising turn of events, I was watching old episodes of Star Trek when my good lady heard the word engage and thought I'd said it. And well, she accepted, which was lovely. I thought I'd better do something about it quick, just in case she changed her mind. So we hired this lovely wedding barge, and a couple of days ago, she did me the ever so nice compliment of saying yes. Now, as you know, it's traditional for a groom to fly around for a few days before the ceremony, broadcasting things like 
I don't know how I'm going to go through with this, and I've not even written my vows yet. And yes, that's exactly what I've been doing. Between that and my stag do, there's hardly been a minute to spare. The wedding itself was lovely. We kidnapped a minister from Van Marnen's star. We built a 12-tier cake. It's much easier in zero gravity. Thargoid themed, of course. Eight sides and lots and lots of green icing. Some of the lovely people from Cannon and Auntie Ida, or is it IDA, were heckling a bit. But it's all in good fun and it all went off without an interdiction. Just as we did the do, no, no, not that do, that's private. I mean the other do, the I do do do. There were fireworks outside the windows of the ship, a beautiful touch. It was only afterward that we heard the captain calling the ship to battle stations and realised that someone naughty was attacking us, but they blew up. So that's lovely. The after-dinner speeches were hilarious, or at least everyone apart from my new mother-in-law and a couple of my party who ended up chained to things at some guardian ruins and had pictures taken throughout it all thought it was funny. It's lovely to see all you truckers here this evening, and just in case I've sent you a copy of the flight path for next week, we're off to visit some lovely uninhabited systems. We're starting in the Pleiades at Steropi 2, HIP 18502, Pleiades Sector MISB4-1, HIP 17481, and then we're moving over to the Witchhead Nebula to see Witchhead Sector IRWC1-9 and Witchhead Sector IRWC1-8. You did know that Mrs. 5060s with AXI, didn't you? I'd just like to dedicate this bit to the wonderful Mrs. 5060. She's the light of my life and keeps me on the straight and narrow and I love her very much. After all, she lets me spend my free time with you lot. Anyway, I'm off to get changed and don't forget truckers, it's all for the mug. I'm handing over to Falco and his Hackswing report. Take it away, Falco. Incoming message from Hackscom. Lost down a Warehouse 5 for two weeks? Well, it was about a week and a half, Corporal, but yeah. You know, for an outpost, that warehouse is huge. And there are shipments that have been down there for years that were sent to the wrong place. Guess no one wants to make the trip out to claim them. Saw one recent arrival that was a bag with some kid's stuffies in it. But that little one is sad. Oh, sir, the, the on-air light... you wouldn't light. believe how many Megagen stashes Cecil has down there. Wonder if he even remembers where they all are or if he has a map for them like an old pirate's treasure map. Sir? Sir, we're live. What? <clears throat> Looks like Tharg is still on summer holiday, so it's another week off, Hackswing. If you're looking to help with the war effort, Operation Ida is currently hauling to Kaiser Terminal and Weyutabal. You can always find their current repair target at OperationIda.com and check the Thargoid report in Galnet to see what supplies are still needed at that station. Imagine how much of a dent in supply list we could make if everyone in the bubble hauled for Ida one day a week. If you're looking to keep your bug-stomping boot fresh, you can always find non-human signal sources in the Witchhead Nebula and the Pleiades. Let old Tharg know we haven't forgotten him. 
But as always, keep your eyes on the signal sources and stay ready to defend the mug. And a special congratulations to my colleague Atrus5060. I hope it's great to see the whole family together, that you remembered to write your vows before the ceremony, and that the wedding barge pilot wasn't broadcasting everything over local chat. And AXCOM transmission. Defend the mug. With Lou having disappeared somewhere else in the beluga with a bridesmaid under each arm. Oi! <laughs> so I've been left holding the sheet again and wondering what the hell it all means. As far as I can tell, this is the information you would have given out if he had remembered that we had a show. Everywhere is looking good. We have an outbreak to make money at Wolf 124 and Wolf 25. We have an unexpected rise in Hill Pass C taking us to second place. Only LP532-81 and Luton145-141 need to be knocked down, maybe with a dash of Trepin. Over in Colonia, El Procul Centauri is up 2.2% at 56.4%. Doriso is up 2.7% at 47.8%. Tears down 1.7% at 18.3%. Eol Procul Centauri. <laughs> in, in Eol Procul Centauri, we are in civil liberty and investment states. Doriso, we are in boom and civil liberty states. And in Tier, um, we're not in a state. So, urgent priority missions. Work in Eol Procul Centauri, Doriso, and Tier systems. Missions and passenger missions in Eol Procul Centauri, Doriso, and Tier. Bounty hunt in Il Procul Centauri or Doriso, then hand in at Il Procul Centauri, Doriso in Tier. God, that's a mouthful. Buy low, sell high, make money. Exploration can be cashed in at Il Procul Centauri, Doriso and Tier, according to the dollar report. Keep up the great work, truckers, and remember, if in doubt, post a message to King Hanky regarding any data drops. Over to Norma. SE Mining, a subdivision of Starship Enterprises, requires materials to construct a specialised installation in the LP339-7 system. The proposed starport will serve as a departmental headquarters while also providing services to travellers in the region. More on this later. And now, to get things off on the right foot, it's time for a march. A wedding march. We're sure you'll recognise this one. I was overseeing the delivery of some slaves to the starport in Exios, and a cleaning robot had just washed the floor, but not left a warning sign. I had to run after a slave that was escaping, and I slipped and fractured my wrist. I was delayed for ten whole minutes while the medicomp repaired the damage. My time is billable. Can I get compensation? Yes, you can. I was on a regular trading room back to Seoul, and it was my job to repaint the outside of the ship. I was given the wrong kind of EVA clamps. Nothing bad actually happened, but it did give me a fright. Can I get compensation? Yes, you can. I was checking some robots through customs when I distinctly heard an official call the robots clanks. 
I was deeply offended, even though I'm not a robot myself. That's their word. You're not allowed to use it. Can I claim for moral outrage? Yes, you can. At Cowell and McGrath, we are now taking any kind of legal action. No case too small, no justification too frivolous. If you've been lightly inconvenienced, embarrassed, or in any way put out, then someone should be made to give you money. Don't be a stupid clank. Uh, excuse me? Cowell and McGrath. Taking on any case. Playing the percentages. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Back to the studio. <coughs> it's lovely to have everybody here. And, of course, yes, congratulations. Now, we did post up on the Facebook group that we needed commanders to um, be out there hunting the um, the wedding beluga because we got we got on board it and it took off and it's disappeared out into the ether. So we don't know where we are. So if anybody is listening to this and everybody's in the bubble, we're in Hutton Space somewhere, and we need everybody to get together and take a big wedding selfie by a wedding barge, or even many, many, many wedding selfies by wedding barges, and we're going to judge the quality of the uh, the pictures um, at some point. So if you're on the Facebook page, or if you're in the, uh, the stream chat, whatever else, and you can start collating uh, selfies or locations you can find a wedding barge, then please do let us know when you found one. Shout for other people, and we'll see if we can get you into wings we want at least one wing by the end of this show of ships somewhere over by a wedding barge uh, taking a selfie and if you fail we're going to make you do it again and again and again until you do it just right so any commanders listening at the moment go and find some Hutton space wedding barge find out if it's us and take some selfies then post up in the stream chat on twitch or on the facebook page or on the discord and we will see who takes the best picture and we're going to give out and i don't know we'll, we'll make up a prize as we go along but the person who takes the best wedding selfie for hrs 5060 um will win a hutton prize of some sort anyway so um i'm joined in the studio by the usual motley crew of presenters now we, we don't have the cow this week and we don't have the dead meat this week but we do have commander flossy good evening commander flossy good evening do you know it's nice to have somebody ultra reliable here at our right hand, unlike me, who's, who's off on his holly bobs occasionally, and unlike the cow, who's well, no, we're, we're taking turns, aren't we, so that we don't we don't burn out. But you know, having Flossie here as a regular is is a great thing. How have you been this week? I've been very well, thank you. We'll this save was... the detail. No, I should interrupt you for the the green room bit. Yes, but is it a big thumbs up? Yes, a reasonable yeah. thumbs up. Yes, and, and that's a big hat you're wearing, especially for this gate crash of the wedding barge. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, there's, is, is that fruit you've got in it as well? I mean, it, it's very. Um, oh, what, what, was, what was the famous lady's name that had the enormous piles of fruit on her hat? And, Carmen um, Miranda. Now, Carmen Miranda. Thank you very much, Commander Palanter. Yes, it's very Carmen Miranda. Well, I do so, get a bit peckish and it's nice to keep healthy. Yeah, but the, you know. the watermelons and the pineapples, I'm surprised you haven't got neck strain. <laughs> I, I can see there's a straw coming from one of them. Have you laced that one with gin? Well, that would be telling. <laughs> well, well, I'll have a sip later, okay? When when nobody's looking. <clears throat> if I start if I start woozing woozing my way through the show, then um, you'll know what it was. And the the second voice you heard there was Commander Palantir. Hello, Commander Palantir. Good evening. Now, between you and Flossie, obviously independently, not together. Obviously, mm -hmm. you are experts in this being married lark. Yes, yes, we because you both celebrated. Yes, you you both celebrated recently and a sort of significantly large anniversaries of having been married for an awful long time. 
between the two of us, 87 years. <laughs> but not to each other, we might no. add. No. <laughs> yes. 87 years, I'm going to say, that, that was when the first first version of Elite came out, wasn't it? No, I think it was the first an, uh, announcement for NMS, you know. <clears throat> oh, oh, was that the other one? You know, the, the, yes. the one that involves spending money on real spaceships that you never get. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yes, th those are our two resident experts in such matters. But, of course, we've got the party contingent here as well. So uh, we also have Amelia. Hello. And I tell you what, the steampunk outfit is is a sight to behold. Do you like my top hat? It, it, oh, it is. It, with, with, with a little feather in it, too. It's more jaunty than a Type 10's flappy bits. You see, the thing is, when, when, I, when I put hats on, I have to get... I've got a big, big, big head so i have to get enormous hats the trouble is they scale the height of the top hats along with the the size of your your noggin which means i end up walking around looking like isambard kingdom brunel <laughs> which is I, I you know it, it's fine but when you start off fairly tall to start with door frames become an issue and in zero g it becomes dangerous i'll bet yeah i, I, I tell you what the the steampunk outfit complete with you know bolton and what steam engine <laughs> I, um, the, the replica one laughing oh, away oh, in the oh, oh, I have to apologise then. That's steam that's coming out, is it? I, I have to apologise. I was being very rude earlier. Sorry. Tisk, <clears throat> well, tisk. Well, smoking is all we can say. Um, just just but, don't ask me what it powers. Uh, well, it's the cooling system, isn't it? Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, well, that's where the steam's coming from. Um, but no, thank you very much for joining us again this evening. And of course, on the decks, we have Commander Ventura, who may or may not be silent at the moment, but he's certainly got his records vaguely ready for the rest of the show. Hopefully, yes. Now, we don't have, well, we do have a theme this week. We don't have a guessable theme this week because it's really, really, really obvious. Yes, it's Commander Atrus 5060, regular on this show. And um, we had a message a few weeks ago to say, I've got two really important announcements, which means I'm not going to be around this week. The first one was <coughs> that um, he was moving house to another country. And uh, I, th I believe he's, he's moved over to Dublin's Fair City, where, well, the girls, particularly Mrs. Atrus 5060, is exceptionally pretty. And the other one was that about seven days later, he was going to be getting married. Now, I heard there was, there was a list of the most stressful things you can do in your life. And moving house and getting married, I think, were listed as two of the top three. And he's managed to do with them in two weeks. So, um, you know, he's a, he's a tough cookie as Atrus 5060. But from all your friends here in, in Hutton Orbital, uh, congratulations to the pair of you. We've seen a few photographs and the, uh, the event itself looked absolutely lovely. And um, as is traditional with us, we, we do take over the show and dedicate it to people having great events like this. Um, we've done so for a number of Hutton Commanders in the past, and we're very happy to do so again. And we are not going to apologise for being soppy or playing silly tunes, because that's what we do, because we're Hutton Truckers. So, um, no, I did say hi to everybody. Oh, I did. That's fine. Nobody's missing. And we, have, we, haven't, we, haven't, we have or haven't got a buck this week? I don't uh, think we do. Have we got a stunt we, buck? We have a stunt buck. And, and with the demise of Galnet News, do, do we have a stunt Wotherspoon as well? We have the real Wotherspoon. We, we have a real Wotherspoon? Yes, wow. we may not have any real news, but we have a real Wotherspoon. Now, I heard that two minutes ago there was some kind of crazy announcement going on somewhere. Has anybody in the, in the, uh, the Twitch chat or any of the chats actually been paying attention to any of the, um, uh, the feeds from uh, the Pilots' Federation this evening? Because we heard that there was something happening. I saw a sign earlier that said, Massive frame shift detected, 
twenty hundred UTC. Well, given mm. frontier the Pilots Federation's normal timetable, that should mean it started about twenty five minutes. Okay. <laughs> well, look, I tell you what. If anybody sees an announcement by the Pilots Federation, then um, then please do uh, teaser. Oh, oh. There's, there's a no that, that that was a teaser on July the sixth. They're teasing us with a teaser of July the sixth. There was something four hours ago. There was something two hours ago. Well, there's nothing yet. Moments away. So if anybody sees anything, stop, shout stop, Ooh. and we will we'll broadcast it. In the forums, there's uh, one minute ago. Gamescom reveals fleet carrier details. 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 Well, we wonder whether Commander Wotherspoon's going to be um, the new... Apparently, it's the news you've been waiting for. Take a peek at the initial details. Coming in a December update near you. My goodness gracious me. And there's a... On Twitter, they've got a, a tweet, and there's a YouTube for it. Just found. Ooh. <laughs> Do we? I'll be back in a minute. I'm just going to go off yeah. and watch something. Okay, now, <clears throat> for those of you listening back and white, there's some lovely colour pictures up there. Uh, now, uh, on Twitter says Carumba. What kind of details? Colours, number of turrets, possibly Commander Lenin. It just went live. Shall we break the news as it breaks? Yeah, what do you think? I think we should, I think it's yes. our responsibility. The, the okay, teaser now, trailer is 31 seconds long. Well, we're not going to watch that. Uh, we're, gonna, no, we're not going to watch the teaser trailer. We're going to go with the written words, and we need some bongs. So, Commander Ventura, have you got a bong handy? Uh, says the man in the vernacular. Yes, I've got a bong handy. Do you want the news Right, well? so... Well, no, hang on a second. So, we, we, if you look, if everybody else can have a look at the uh, announcement on the official Pilots Federation forums, there seems to be sort of a, a small segment, then a picture, then a small segment, then a picture, and we can take turns and go ba bong ba bong and reveal something in our most excited voices. How, how about we do it that way? Yeah. Um, yes, we get there. Yeah, yeah. What am I looking Fixing. at? So you, if if you look at, I tell you what, I'm going to paste a paste a link onto your tablets here. Here we go, and then we can announce it for everybody because they're listening to us and not at all reading that at all, are they? Did you did that pop up on your thingy on your slate? Yeah. Right. Yep. Well, so not, if yeah. in terms of looking? the order, if I take the first one, and then we'll say Flossie can. Flossie's all about the capacity. Flossie can take the capacity, and Harry Ballsack can take the operations, and then Amelia, you can take the travel. Yep, no worries. And do you know what? They could have designed it just for this show. I haven't, had, I haven't, had, a, I haven't had a pop-up yet. Where am I popping in, up? In, in there. there. You know, oh, crikey. It's on your tablet. I'm looking. Hang on, hang on. Somebody somebody, like do it in semaphore for him. Put it in the... Uh, there we go. Uh, oh, that one. Oh, that, ding, that thing that just went ding. Right. That one that went ding, yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, so... I, I had Twitter up in front of the other window. Sorry, chaps. Urgent message from the Pilots Federation. So I'll do it, and then I'll go into the first one with a bong. Uh, I'll yell bong when we need bong. It says, hello, everyone. Hello, Pilots Federation. Because they're not streaming this bit, so we are for them because they couldn't be bothered to stream it. In a similar fashion to our LaveCon 2019 reveal, we were, we wanted to give you all who couldn't join us at our Gamescom Frontier community, but there was a... Community meet a rundown of all the details that just dropped, or should we say, hauled in here by the aid of a fleet carrier, and then big doodle -doo 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 noise. December update, the fleet carrier update. There is a video. We're not going to play that. The news you've been waiting for, fleet carriers. Oh, Alvin's looking forward to this one. Take a peek below. We're going to read it out for you and describe it in glorious technicolor detail. 
Uh, the initial details about fleet carriers coming as the December update bong. The first item is ownership. Purchasable with a large amount of credits. One fleet carrier per commander. That's an interesting point. Available for base game and Horizons players. Over to you. Ba-bong. Bong. Fleet carriers have a total of 16 landing pads, composed of 8 large, 4 medium and 4 small. Set permissions to allow others to dock at your fleet carrier. Operations. All fleet carriers feature rearm, refuel and repair services. Commanders can choose a number of loadouts for their fleet carrier, governing services, stroke module and ship availability to support a number of different activities such as Bounty Hunter, Mercenary, Pirate, Trader, Smuggler, Miner, Explorer and Search and Rescue. Travel. 500 light years jump range per jump. Schedule jumps from the galaxy map when you want and from wherever you are in the galaxy. Commanders require a unique resource to fuel the fleet carrier in order for it to jump. The Pilots Federation say we will be delving deeper into fleet carriers and all they can do in <coughs> upcoming live streams. Oh no, or, or on this one. Uh, and forum posts later this year. They've also got Bong. A September update, which is soon, brackets, trademark. For those of you that have been stranded out in the black and somehow missed it, here's a super duper. I love that. I, I can tell who's written this, you know. Super duper quick recap of the September update. This year's updates... I, I tell you what. No, 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 no. Okay, I'll read the whole thing. This year's updates are focused on improving the starter experience for new commanders. We're adding a fully voiced in-game, in-ship tutorial covering the basics of space flight combat, travelling and scanning. Also, this experience is available in all of our in-game supported languages. Speaking of you veterans, you'll be able to access this from your right-hand panel at any time so you won't even need to wipe your save. Phew! In addition, we'll be reworking and rebranding what some of you might know as Frontier Points. Now, I think that's a that's a console thing, isn't it? That's isn't, an ex that that's a hotbox. So we get something they've had for ages, yay, introducing them as ARCs. These ARCs will be purchasable and used to buy game extras such as paint jobs, ship kits, bobbleheads, and more. What's great about ARCs is that you'll be able to earn them in-game by simply playing the game. So I'll be see, able to get more purple. See, yeah. th this is great. I mean, I've always said that the tutorials were a little lacking. Um, and the past six to eight months, all I've been doing mostly is training people who are new to the game. So this is this is going to be a good. Well, good you, you thing. have your very own trainee there, don't you? <laughs> I have several Padawans. You have a number of Padawans who, yeah, <laughs> may, maybe have jumped the gun a tiny bit and started a tiny bit early. Uh, maybe a little, but uh, they'll be all right. Well, they can access the veterans version by accessing the right-hand panel. Right. So, finally, and Palantir will appreciate this one, um, anybody asks the silly questions on the forums or the Facebook or the Dis Discord page, we can say RTFM. Oh, absolutely. I always read the manual. 
Yes, the September update will be launched just in time for my birthday on 18th of September for PC, PlayStation 4, and obviously Team Hotbox Fly Safe Commanders. And there are some pictures. There's a picture of a nose of a ship and a middle of a ship. I mean, these things, how, how would you describe the mighty fleet carrier there? I mean, it's it's not like the current ones, is it? It's a big bugger. It's a big bugger, and it's got it's got a big bugger load of engines on the back. Very pretty. It it is, and it seems to have sort of a big bridge on the top, and a big flat bit in the middle with landing pads and a pointy nose, and um, a middle bit that looks nice. And yeah, massive engines. The, the the thing I find fascinating here is one per commander. Now, yeah. Hutton, as a very large group of commanders, I'm wondering <laughs> what <laughs> happens when Hutton has its Hutton annual mug meet <laughs> and we all turn up in fleet carriers. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> a, I mean, are we just going to use the FFS, the, the for, for flip sake scanner, right? And and we're just going to see lots of, you see, you see the NHS, the non-human signal sources. We're going to see FC, FCSSs, fleet carrier signal sources. Um, or are we all going to pop in and you know see Commander Cow? And do you know what? Are they going to be selling ship skins for fleet carriers? And are we going to see a unique cow skin fleet carrier that we can all congregate at? Ooh, that, that would be epic. It would. That would be oh, very epic. The fun we could have with fleet carriers. Woo I am curious. Would, would, the, would the skin be you know, sort of Nickers the cow version? That's the largest cow in, in existence so far. <laughs> I am curious um, as to what they're going to be used as using as fuel. Well, yeah, yeah well, it says it, it says a mysterious Centauri Megagen. It's the most potent <laughs> thing in the galaxy. Right, I I vote that ours should be powered by Megagen. It's interesting because I think a lot of people were expecting that it was going to be a, a squadron thing, but it looks like being a personal thing. It's mine. It's mine, and you can't come visit it unless I invite you. Yeah. I like the fact that it's going to be bought with credits because I have it, a lot of credits. Well, it does. I mean, it doesn't say the word obscene amount of credits, but it says large amount. And I think what they should have put there is is a a ludicrous amount. A ludicrous amount. I can do. So you've got until December to get yourselves mining and get an obscene amount of credits, because I can't mm. imagine these things will be anything less than outrageously expensive. But it looks like they're going to be worth it. What, 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 would you, we're, we're talking billions? Um, well, I mean, I'm going to say billions mainly because, I mean, this is one of those limited things, only one per commander. The, the thing is huge. I mean, look how many docking ports it has. This is eight large, four medium, four. This thing is massive. But, I mean, the, the great thing about this is the Hutton events... Yes. When we do a Hutton event, right, whoever's, it's it's not the squadron has to get theirs over there, whoever's organising the Hutton event, and it could be micro events, so it could be like 20 people here, so when we went over to the um, the Thargoid machine the other day, you know, we could prepare, and whoever was running it, I, I volunteer, um, somebody, not me, flies their fleet carrier out there, and it gives us somewhere to pick up limpets, and not that we need limpets, but you know what I mean, well, yeah, and, and, and SRVs, 
And so that person can organize that event. And we can have a, a buckyball races. They can have an orbital buckyball racing station. So, um, you know, Alec Turner could fly his orbital racing station to wherever the racing was and people could come and pick up their SRVs. And You, you could fly through the, the structure of the ship. They've people already been doing that around stations. So maybe you can fly in and out. And, and, and I something. And I foresee potentially in the future something like a Distant Worlds <clears throat> expedition where the planners of these things could stage these, like almost like mobile points out to Beagle Point. We could have a chain of them all the way out to Beagle Point. Yeah. You know, as refuel stations. Oh, the fuel rats could have, yeah. you know, they could <clears throat> put refueling stations in, in well-known locations. Um, so that the fuel routes could have a nearby, you know, stop-off point. You could fly at high speed in a jumpy thing and then pick up your refueling gear and then rescue somebody. Imagine being rescued by a megaship. <laughs> I wonder you know, if it's... Flossie, Flossie flies in a megaship. <laughs> you know, the, the puppy too. I wonder oh, if it's going to be pilotable. I mean, you oh, know... Oh, no, no, no. I think it's CNC special. This, this is a... This is yeah, not something you get on a joystick. There's going to have to be a way to get it into a position uh, a certain point in a system. Uh, it can't, wow. They can't all just hover at the, the Nadir yeah, or Zenith yeah. jump point. Who, who, was it, who was it who read the travel section in the, in the last babong babong? I think that was me. Hold on. Yes, I did. It, it just says, has scheduled jumps. When you want and from wherever you are, I think it maybe just goes to a system. See, that means uh, all the ships are going to congregate at the, at the Zenith or Nadir jump points of a system. You're not going to be able to move them around. Or could they arrive at the nav beacons? Now, that would be interesting. Hmm. But it wouldn't... If there are systems that don't have one... That's yeah. a very fair point. We're almost turning to Lave Radio here. This is incisive. Oh, it's just getting, it's getting far <laughs> I too think serious. we've just put Lave Radio out of business. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, I, I, and I think the people who can't afford one would be sitting around saying, what are you compensating for then? Look <laughs> <laughs> at the size of that, yes. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I just, just like the look of it. I might just have to buy one so I can just sit there and look at it. Somewhere to um, keep all of your ships and take them round with you. Instead yeah, of having to leave them all in a, in a particular system, you can just put them on your fleet carrier and take them round with you. This take might out whichever ship you want for it. Oh my goodness! Oh, that looks lovely. Oh, there you go. I've just watched the video. Um, it looks it looks <laughs> even better than it it sounds. Talk about breaking news, especially in time just for the banter bit of the show. Yeah, completely better timing. Oh. I, I mean, that, that very nearly upstaged the wedding. Can't be having that. <laughs> you could use one as a wedding barge, I suppose. Just, just a, uh, a quick point. This could make home systems obsolete. Well, yeah. It, I mean, you could have itinerant groups that just... But the thing is, you've got one each, so you could have a ragtag fleet of... Now, it's gone a bit Battlestar Galactica, hasn't it? Oh, that's valet parking, it. or is it just a, a different kind of docking computer? Um, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I'm I'm sure that's something we're going to test out fairly quickly. <laughs> it is, <laughs> you know, well, well, there's there's Lenin. What are you flying today, Lenin? Oh, yeah, you're in your fleet carrier. And and what about you, in Terrace? Oh, you're in your fleet carrier. 
But yeah, I mean, you know, you, you get there and you can see all, all your mates lifting off from all the pads on your fleet carrier. And I I, I love the idea. I'm, I'm, I'd am I'm, love it to be tied to squadrons a little bit. But, you know, you've got a mobile base in some... So you can fly to somebody else's system in your mega ship and launch 20 of your mates. Or how many... I didn't add that up right, did I? How many? It was um, eight... Oh, 16. You can launch 16 of your mates at once. And then when they've gone, you bugger off to another system 500 light years and leave them wondering where you've gone. Oh, my goodness, you could strand people. You could, fl- you could drop it in a system that doesn't have this jump range. You imagine. You load your mates on, you jump to a system you can't get out of, <laughs> and you strand everybody. Then you blackmail them. <laughs> you mine me enough stuff so I can get an upgrade, and I'll let you go. Oh, I love the idea. <laughs> Yes. Think of ways to misuse your mega ship. Yes. Oh. It doesn't say anything about combat capabilities. No, I, I think it is. Um, or shielding or anything. A like mo- that. mobile station. I, I imagine it, it's it's built of unobtainium. Mm. Same as um, nav beacons are. I'd imagine. I mean, I imagine if you had a scenario, like a pirate scenario, kick off round one. You remember, uh, do you remember the Gnosis? It's a bit like, do you remember the Cant? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you remember the Cant? Yeah, do you remember, do you remember the Gnosis when, when everybody launched the Gnosis and there were Thargoids everywhere? You could fly it out to a Thargoid hotspot and everybody could launch into combat. Oh, you, I, the, 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 the possibilities are endless. But we're liking this, so let's just... Let's just read the first few comments, okay? How long before we get any salt? We're going to take a wager now. Nobody look. Right, we're going salt mining here. First Within one. the first ten, I'm going to say. Second one, third one, fourth, fifth. Here we go. Six. Seven. We're okay. We've had a nervous one. Number number mm. seven's a nervous one. Oh, number, my goodness. Number eight's starting to get a bit... Ooh, uh, Thank we've got a yeah. woot. Oh, no, we've got one. Post number 13, feel the yep. grind. Commander <laughs> Enderby, feel the shame. The shame of many Hutton truckers frowning at you. Feel the grind, you miserable old goat. Um, <laughs> better than I expected, looks awesome. Or, oh, yeah, like the look of that. Who's brave enough to say they're going to eat a sock if that unique resource is going to be Quirium? That's funny. We'll let them off with that one. Oh, no, post-20, moaning about people in solo. There had to be one, didn't they? Thank you, large amounts of credits. Yes, yes, yes. Very nice, glorious, I'm so happy. Cobra Mark IVs, oh, dear. And that's one of our occasionals as well. Guilty. Uh, Is there a unique unique fuel resource? Is it forum tiers? We like that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, will it? Oh, somebody had to ask about power play. We had questions about power play coming in already. Oh boy, I can tolerate the arcs. After all, I'm going to buy goodies for this baby. There are there are naysayers saying yay, even better. This is probably one of the most positive responses I've ever seen on a forum anywhere. Uh, or one of Frontiers forums, also the Pilots Federation forums. I'm going to start mining like a madman, or we can introduce you to Amelia. Amelia's got Hello. that crown. <laughs> it's mining like a loony. Uh, I can't although I haven't done I, it lately. I, I, I can't help but feel this is this is the verbal equivalent of Gogglebox, where we're just commenting on other people's I, stuff. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm excited. I know. 
<laughs> oh, well, anyway, the summary from the forums is it's lovely. Yay! Yay! It's lovely. Wait. So the breaking news that broke during the show was all exciting, and we're going to we're going to move along before somebody bashes me with something heavy. Let's have a look. Forum salt as a power source by Cometborn. I said that one already. It was tears though, salty, salty tears. Right. So what else has been going on in the galaxy this week? And uh, before we get to Flossie's bit, which is the the dead important bit, um, we had fantastic on at the weekend, to which a number of Hutton truckers managed to. Uh, make their way and it sounds like a big social was had and there was there were definitely the mad monks of van marnen there now flossy you were our representative uh um well i won't yes <laughs> you well yeah and did you meet the mad monks of van marnen oh yes i certainly did i even caught and them on camera you did and were they as mad as mad can be they certainly were really mad <laughs> i mean they, they almost look like clones those two they do don't <laughs> Yep. Yeah. And um and and then the uh, the the nurse Wyeth and the the lady who looked like Commander Draxor special. Oh yes. And we understand that whoever it was who was impersonating Draxor did a cracking job. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to make the raffle at any larger event take weeks. She's got to go, got to go quicker than that. Okay. Why? Oh, Nurse Wyeth would generally stand there in the centre, grab a pile of these things, and just throw them at people, just to get this get through them all. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we've had a message, Commander Mindwipe. No, Commander Mindwipe, we don't like look like chop suey. It's it's more more like um, chicken with cashew nuts and yellow bean sauce. Um, but yeah, fun was had, Flossie. Yes, and you did set off the fire alarm with your Centauri Megachin. <laughs> The fire alarm went off, yes. <laughs> and you did make an expedition in your nighty to look at all those lovely men in their, their big red hauler. <laughs> well, I went outside as you're supposed to when the fire alarm goes, yes. Well, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure the news writes itself, yeah, you called them, didn't you? I did, yes. You felt lonely outside. <laughs> I did, because nobody else was coming out. So standing down, going, what do we do? I mean, they, they could have been a Centauri... Mega gym related flammable incident, and um, it would have been terrible if you hadn't had all those men there looking after you. <laughs> it could have been, yes. <sighs> no, Commander Draxel says, It was my first time, don't be harsh. No, no, Draxel, all we heard were nice things. Really? Yeah. They, it, they were it's lovely. just me being rude. I apologize. Yeah. Hang on, Flossie, give him a quick take a run up and give him a clang around the back of the head. Okay. Go on. Oh, no, we've, uh, you dropped the pan. Ow! <laughs> I felt that one. I thought you were brilliant, Draxel. You did a no, really no. good job. You went there. Um, so, yes, there, there was that over the weekend. And um, any, anything else going on that we missed? You were, you were out, as usual. We're going to hear about it in the green room, but you, you were out gallivanting around theatres, uh, weren't you? Yes. 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 And, and how was the theatre? You were down my neck of the woods, I believe. Yes, down Chichester. Yes. That was oh, interesting. It was interesting. It's, yes. it's lovely nice. down there this time of year. Yes, it is. I've never seen so many white people in one place. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, casual, casual racism aside, mm, yes. I thought they were bright red, actually, because it had been sunny yeah. for 24 hours in the UK. No, actually, it was a very interesting play about um, Paul Robeson and uh, a tour that he did. And the uh, 
the racism that he encountered. It was and and the ladies he encountered as well. Very interesting. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, we'll hear more about that later. Mm. So, what have we what have we got going on the rest of the show? Well, we've got two important things. We've got hopefully two little theme tunes lined up. Now, the first thing we need to check is that anybody messaged anybody about finding a wedding barge yet? Because we're lost and we need rescuing. I don't see any messages coming in about wedding barges. To me, let's have a look. Uh, no, they're all they're all going squee over the fleet carriers. Everybody, we're <laughs> lost. Come and rescue us from the wedding barge. Come on, somebody's got to get us a selfie <clears throat> at the wedding barge, otherwise we're not going to be able to give any presents away. Right, so are we going to shoot... Amelia, do, do you have, like, further info if we were to play your theme tune? My theme tune? Well, it's yours now. <clears throat> Dead Meat gave it up. <laughs> go, go on then, Ventura. Put, put the theme tune on, for, especially for the, the Hot Pit report from Amelia. Pits reports here with all of the latest hot pit reports. But what does it mean when they see we're expanding? Does that mean that we're all getting fat? Where can we sell all our data and not be a dirty truck and font up cock and boob loving, useless, incredibly annoying truck and hot pit report? Here with all the instructions, hot pit report. It's time for the hot pit reports. Now, Amelia. Yes. Are you ready for this? No. <laughs> because we don't have a special guest, and I, I gave you the short straw. What, what, what does it all mean, Amelia? That's, this is a very good question, one with many, many, many possible answers. Okay. So if we were a pilot in Hutton Space, and we weren't chasing the beluga around the place... Which, which and, we should be chasing the beluga around the place, in all honesty. We need to be found. We're a bit lost. We do. We, we are. Um, so, and, and we, let's say we were the command, kind of commander who was coming back with lots and lots and lots of exploration data. Yes. And we were in the bubble. We weren't in Colonia. So you can't use that cheat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah, caught you that way. Um, what might you do with your data? Well, what I would do with my data is save it up and hand it into the engineers to get more rep. And, and there's a good hint as to why you might do that at the moment, in, because Hutton Space is... It's, it's not a good place to dump um, data at the moment. No, because we've got lots of things in the 60s and the 50s. and let's have, I'm just looking down the list here on hot.forthemug.com. And everywhere's looking a bit peachy, actually. It's One or two looking good. T yeah, a tiny bit peaky. I think the only thing instruction we had was to bring it down. But yes. you might, if you were, if I mean, if you're bored of your data, you might use it to bring us down in a system. How might you use your data to bring us down in a system? By dumping it somewhere else in one of the other doodads. So if there's a station owned by somebody else. You Dump can drop it, it there. there. Yeah. Yep. So Trepin, sixty-five point nine percent. You could go to now. Actually, let's have a quick look. Trepin does it have another station that's not owned by us? So what you do is you'd go to your shipboard systems and you'd have a look. Here, I happen to be using uh, an eddb.io. 
And it says in there that there are Hunt Noble Truckers Cooperative. We have... Do you know the name of the station here? Or do you want me no. to pronounce this? Unpronou I've picked the wrong one, haven't I? Yep. Rukovashnikov Rukovashnik is ours. But if you like the Gaffney Ring, Kunhub Krunov Survey Minzies... Mingies, Mingies. Go on then, Palantir. You know how to do this one. Min Campbell. How, what's his first name? Ming Mingies. Minging Ming, 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 Ming Inheritance. Yeah. Yes. You could you could drop them there, and then the CIA would gain a boost. But it would be better to save it up and dump it on engineers. Oh, oh, you could do that. Okay, if you were the kind of commander who liked an awful lot of pew pew, of the non-thargoid kind, the 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 kind we've neglected for many many months, the the bounty hunting kind. Um, you're going to have to take this one. I cannot see where it is. Right. Um, once again, don't hand them into our systems because they get too high. But you could... Um, uh, I don't know where you can dump them. I'll go to an Interstellar Factors and hand it in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> yep. And if you liked doing trade, you could do it somewhere else. Oh, no, trade. Ah, no, we've got Outbreak. Oh, yes. We, um for getting rich, we've got two outbreaks, I think. And that was in the two of the wolves, not the 359, not the Don's home. Yeah. It was the wolf 25 in It was bonkers. wolf 124 and wolf 25. Now, wolf 25 sitting at 47%, and so it's actually not too bad. So I would say, if you were doing trade, possibly wolf 25, send some medicines to bonkers. Because bonkers. Wow. Yes. Um, what other things could we do? If you're doing anything else, just just uh, basically do your own thing. Um, and over in um, Colonia, then do what Hanky says. I yes. When in doubt, King Hanky knows all. There'll be a podcast out later in the week, and you can you can find out there. Yes. Do what King. Listen to what Snorty says. <laughs> Listen to what Hanky says. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, it it doesn't have the same ring, does it? No, it's, it's not as good as Flossie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll, King Hanky, you you're not as good as yeah. Flossie. I'll give you a hot pit <laughs> report. It's hot in this room and my, my underarms uh, are stinking. Right. Oh, it's you. Yeah, sorry. I should oh, stop waving, yeah. shouldn't I? Yeah, put, 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 put the mug down as well. Just you cross your arms. Cross your, ow. <laughs> you got the wrong person. Ow. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, so that was... Um, we don't have an outro for that one. We just got an intro. So I suppose Flossie, now. Yes? Now, you're alternating. You're flip-flopping, aren't you? I'm flip-flopping. You're flip-flopping. It's summer. You're flip-flopping. Between oh, yes. the interstellar initiatives and the community goals. So before oh, yes, we play yes. the right intro for you, mm -hmm. which flavour are we going with this week? It's community goals. Community goals. Okay. Well, um, if Commander Ventura is ready with the community goals one, we'll have a community goals one, and then I'm going to say a couple of words, then we're going to go back to the wedding disco. If that's okay with you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, but I've got a question. I'm going to interrupt you in this one, Flossie. Yes. Because we haven't got a sound effect lined up, but we ought to. Right. But, so whenever you say something, I'm going to say something, and I'm going to try and trip you up. Oh, thanks. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> if I don't trip enough. <laughs> right, go on then. Flossy, 
this week's Community Goals News. This week we have Starship Enterprises Resource Appeal. Beam me up, Hanky. (laughs) Which is a mining CG. The Starship Enterprises faction. Beam me up, um, (laughs) shouty. Has issued a public request for mined resources. SE Mining, a subdivision of Starship Enterprises... He's dead, Jim. <laughs> Requires materials to construct a specialised installation in the LP339-7 system. That's that's not funny. I can't. That's they could have gone with a great name, <laughs> Starship <laughs> Enterprises. Oh, Wolf three five nine system. Go on. <laughs> the proposed starport will serve as a departmental headquarters, while also providing services to travellers in the region. Also known as Starbase 3. Dr. Lewis Chapman, CEO of Starship Enterprises. The engines cannot take it, Captain. <laughs> announced. There has been a there has long been a rift between our systems prosperous inner worlds and the less wealthy outer jack gas giants. SE mining will That's bridge- cheating abbreviating <laughs> it. That's I'm I'm gonna say that's illogical, Jim. <laughs> SE Mining will bridge this divide with a new asteroid base among the rings of the fourth planet, which will generate trade to benefit the entire system. Starship Enterprises Mining has been the backbone backbone of my company. It's been the backbone of my company since its inception. It has seen us through hard times and continues to be one of the corporation's most important assets. I believe a new burst of operations is a fine way to reward the division's hard work. The initiative will run from the 22nd to the 28th of August. 3305, and if the final target is met earlier than planned, then obviously it will end immediately. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering mined osmium, samarium, uranite, monazite and platinum to Gelman Ring in the LP339-7 system. Now, you skipped that. <laughs> I'm sure it says something else in your script there. It says dilithium crystals. Dilithium crystal, yes. yes. But, I'm a doctor, good, not good, a hunting trucker. Good luck finding those. Thank you very much, Commander, Commander Flossie. So, um, yes. I'm going to be in so much trouble. I, I think I've broken so many, I don't know, copyright laws on that one. Oh, dear. I'm in, I'm in big trouble. Um, well, thank you very much, Commander Fossey. Are you going to be taking part in hunting the dilithium crystals aboard the Starship Enterprise? I think I will beam me take up. part, yes. Yes, and are you going to be making a dead meat wear a red shirt and beam him down somewhere really dangerous? Oh, I definitely. <laughs> yeah, with your Orion, your Orion, green Orion slaves on board. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
anyway, uh, well, th thank you very much. Yeah, it does sound uh, LP three thirty nine dash seven system departmental. Is, I mean, is this in? Do we know? Is this in the bubble or is it miles away? Or no, I mean, is there a reason why? I don't know. Um, it seems to be in the bubble. Yeah, seventy five light years from from Sol, so about yeah. seventy four from Hutton Orbital. Um. It is actually Starship Enterprises is a player faction as well. Yes. So is this the return of player faction community goals? Uh, yes. Um, in fact, usually these ones that, which are between the interstellar initiatives are the player CGs. <laughs> so does this mean we might be able to submit something for Hutton Orbital to get a new... I don't know. What, what should we get? There yeah. must be something we can get. We, we have to submit a new one, new more mugs, a secondary mug <laughs> outpost. A water you know, bowl out, for Alvin. A water, a water, Alvin's water bowl outpost. <laughs> well, so if anybody has any ideas, please send your ideas to I took part at huttonorbital.com as to any community goals we could submit Colonial to keep mug? Flossie's... Oh, sorry, Colonia. Colonia mug. Mmm, a second mug in the galaxy. That would mean everybody going out to Colonia, though. But I suppose if we do it for December, when we've got our fleet carriers, that's 500 light years, um, was about 16,000? Uh, 22,000. 22,000? Yes, 22,000 to Colonia. So there's it, only 44... Like 100 times distance Alpha Centauri to... Of course it is, yes. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, it's only 44 jumps for your um, fleet carrier. Yeah. With its special fuel. Whatever that's going to be. Well, there you go. As long as it isn't hot and mugs, I don't mind. <laughs> now, here's, here's the thing. I, I suppose we could run a race in December to the first person to get their fleet carrier from Hutton Orbital with mugs on board out to Colonia. That'd be a race. Mm. That, oh, uh, I feel an event coming on. <laughs> I'm feeling all I'm feeling all unusual. Well, look, thank you very much, Commander Flossie. Hey. So I suppose we better move on with the show before we just chatter our way through the entire evening. Now, the next tune is not one we've played before. Does anybody know anything about this tune? Has anybody heard it before? Does anybody know it? Can barely no? pronounce it. Yeah, well, <clears throat> let, let me just find the let, let me just find the exact words because this one was chosen by Atrus Fifty Sixty himself as um, a special tune for he and Mrs Fifty Sixty. So let me just find his words. Talk amongst yourselves. Here we go. Hello, everybody. This is what. Oh, I can't. Oh, Atrus has died. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it unplanned. I have to take a run up. Now, I saw a message, and I'm sure I saw a reason why, but I may have lost the reason why as well. Um, yeah, moved over there, got this. Oh, here we go. Yes, so um, the next tune is going to be, after a couple of words, Skipinish Walking on the Waves, uh, and Atrus 5060 uh, and Mrs. 5060 heard that on their first trip together to the Isle of Skye when he lived in Scotland, and it means something very, very special to him and Mrs. 5060. So this one is dedicated to the two of you, and thank you very much. The Type 9 change the way you wash your hair forever.
22nd of August 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Martian Pauls declared safe. Asteroid bases for all. Amazing photos, amazing times. Uranus is bright tonight. Cleethorpe's Commander Convention draws praise. Hilarity as rude things found in the galaxy. Martian Poles Declared Safe After nearly 1,300 years, the polar regions of Mars are finally open for tourism. Mars was the first planet colonised by the people of Earth, and in a misguided attempt at terraforming, one of the earliest settlers attempted to melt the ice caps using nuclear weaponry to create flowing radioactive water and a water-rich radioactive atmosphere. It has taken the people of Mars until now to shake off the foolish acts of these first settlers, and it's Earth that remains largely bathed in long-term radioactivity following the war that established the Federation. So the Martians get the last laugh after all. Asteroid bases for all. Every faction in the galaxy has petitioned the Pilots' Federation for an asteroid base of their own. Last week, it was the no-dealers of the Fortune's Corsairs. This week, it's Starship Enterprises, who plan to move Starfleet Command to a brand new facility in the middle of a hollowed-out rock somewhere in LP-339-7. It's believed that all other factions in the galaxy are patiently waiting in line for their turn to get an asteroid base of their own. Only, those pesky interstellar initiatives keep getting in the way. Amazing photos, amazing times. Some incredible times are being posted in the Sagittarius Eye photojournalism competition run by the Buckyball Racing Club. Hot off the press, which despite the name has nothing to do with the Hutton orbital truckers having crease-free flight suits, requires contenders to photograph six things and race back to the Sagittarius Eye offices to file the scoop. At the start of the week, times were in the 20s of minutes. With two days left, there are three times with just a little over 10 minutes, and one person claiming a sub-seven-minute race time. They probably had their thumb over the lens. Uranus is bright tonight. For those on planet Earth, the planet Uranus will be shining brightly tonight, visible in the east between Cetus and Aries. According to a reputable Earth news outlet, the planet will be shining so brightly because the waning gibbous moon is lighting it up. Cleethorpe's Commander Convention draws praise. Despite a very mild acoustic environment, 
There were commanders from several groups, including the Hutton Truckers, Eggs 38, and the Hounds of Slough. Frontier developments once again contributed good cheer, and a grand time was had by all. Hilarity as rude things find in the galaxy. The galaxy was in stitches this week, following the discovery of some things that were slightly rude. One commander found three small hills that looked like a cock and balls. Another commander found that he had inadvertently driven his SRV in a way that left tyre tracks that looked like a cock and balls. And another commander discovered a system called IHAD SE-XC15-0, which if you read out the first bit, ignoring the hyphen and spacing, and don't read out the second bit, sounds like I had sex. The commander also discovered that you can spell out boobies if you turn your pocket calculator upside down. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read such news as there is, so you don't have to. I say it every week. He's sharp, that Commander Wotherspoon, isn't he? I don't know what he's been eating to come up with that digestion, but I want Well, some. I mean, I, I, I know Commander Wotherspoon had some doubts. I mean, obviously, you know, he has his own fan club, and all of a sudden the source of his news dried up. Um, but, you know, we think the man has his own creative spark that we'll, we'll see Galnet News digest through the hard times. And so. and, yeah. uh, and and you know we we, we hope he carries on because it's we, we love Commander Wotherspoon's digests. And yeah, I, we have don't, to, I have to wipe my seat down after that last one. You know, we, we make it up so that um, the Pilots Federation don't have to. But you know um, there, I, there are rumours of some sort of news feeds of things going out there in the galaxy. I think there's some player created news feeds um, that I think he's subscribing to now as well. And uh, maybe you know we need to start keeping an eye out on our, our Facebook and our Discord pages for interesting things that happen and and you know maybe tagging him into oh look at this 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 is fascinating to give him the fuel he needs for his mighty mighty engine. Long may you... continue. Yes. Um, well, we haven't been rescued yet, so we're going to we're going to carry on with this theme because nobody's rescued us from the wedding barge yet, and we're going to keep doing it until you rescue us. And if you don't rescue us by the end of the show, do you know what? I'm going to guarantee you, if you don't rescue us from this wedding barge by the end of the show, we're going to do it next week, and we're going to carry on. I have got wedding tunes coming out of my wazoo here, um, so we're going to keep I, doing. I wonder it. what the echo was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the smell. Um, but yes, we're going to keep doing this until you rescue us. And you think I'm joking? <laughs> oh, I'm not. Oh, so no, we've, we've heard you, Dave, and we never think you're joking. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to end this show, and then I'm going to scarper for a week, and I'm going to come back on Thursday, write the news at the last minute, and somebody, maybe Ventura, is going to say, hey, have we got any tunes for this week? And I'm going to say, did we get rescued from that barge? And he's going to say no. And then I've got a list ready for him. Or cow. Yeah. 
and the cow doesn't have any choice to veto this one. So if you don't want us to carry on with this, please do rescue us from a wedding barge. We have had one photo entry so far from the apology officer. Has anybody seen the picture from the apology officer? Yes, it looks like a, a very unnatural conjunction to me. In Van Marnen's star, which we took off from Van Marnen's star and we headed out there, and the apology officers managed to get to the agricultural facility. Um, yeah, no, that's not a wedding barge, that's a farm. The kind of farm that, that maybe, you know, Buck Naked's family grew up on. And talking of Buck Naked, um, we have a stunt buck. Um, but do we? we? Or do, do we have a tune? No, nope. oh, no, no, I'm going to punish tune, you all. First, we have a tune. First. Well, we're going to go for a stunt buck over at the farm, but before we go for a stunt buck over at the farm, because you haven't rescued us yet, we're going with a white wedding. So there you go. At Hutton Orbital paint a horrific picture. Hundreds of people scooping scalding hot coffee into their mouths, blistering fingers and ruining manicures. Males walk bent double after spending minutes at a time bent over a water fountain, and the children are turning blue and purple from the artificial colours contained in the fruit punches that have to be made in the bathtubs of the destitute. It doesn't have to be this way. A donation of just 100 tonnes of scrap will give a family of four one fully functioning mug. But don't take our word for it, Wanda Arbit was a resident at Hutton Orbital. I used to have to get out of bed two days before I needed a drink, just to make the point two two light year trek for a mug. And these were poor quality mugs that would often break on the journey home, leaving me with no choice but to scoop my afternoon tea into my mouth with my hands. My toothbrush would stick to my sink, and my teeth would be on the floor, covered in cat fur and rabbit droppings. This sorry situation can't continue. Please help Hutton create its own mug in just 90 minutes of your time. Just load up with scrap and head over to Hutton and click the big silver donate button on the bulletin board. And you can be proud that you saved people like Wanda from having furry teeth. So please give us all your fucking scrap. Hutton Chop Tracker! 
I'm sure that Uncle Buck would like me to ask you, how do we keep up with your shenanigans? Whilst you toot around in the Milky Way. Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself relatively pain-free by going to the website hot.forthemug.com Almost as pain-free as, well, crawling around my playpen with Nappy Rush. So let's get on to our top Tonka Truckers from last week. From the Explorers, jumping round like the animals in the lovely mobile over my crib, Commander Crim Shadow took the lead with 52,104 light years jumps. Tearing up the Don's bad, bad people was Commander Mezar Kurin with a respectable 57,980,207 credits earned and accounted for. Keep up the good work! Our top mission trucker this week is Commander One Cat with 2,095 mission points earned. Now, I think that Commander Light 027 must be one of those mother truckers that Uncle Buck keeps talking about, as that commander trucked her out 82,406 tons this week, and that is more than my mummy can truck. Driving the Hutton high-speed choo-choo train this week, Commander One Cat, Board 1,108 passengers round the galaxy whilst they were earning those mission points. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Rampage 737 in 1 hour, 22 minutes and 40 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of August was done by Commander 07 Commander in 1 hour, 23 minutes and 49 seconds. If you think you're a clever clogs and can beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to Flying Commander. Now if you want to hear your name on this radio station, make sure you've got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up at hot.forthemug.com and get trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you haven't already got one, Get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Tracker, brought to you by Lake on Spaceways. The only ships in the galaxy that have a warmer for my bottle. <clears throat> Crikey, she's a funny sounding lady. Oh, she's been at the helium, I think. She's a little baby. Okay, she's a youngster then, a youngster. Yeah. Yeah. It, was that the extended 12-inch Texas version of the intro? No, I'm pretty sure that's 12 foot, <laughs> not 12-inch Marolius. I think you got your, your, your inverted commas wrong there. That wasn't the 12-foot version. Okay, well, Hunt the Winning Barge, how are we doing? Uh, apology officer, never... Oh, no, okay, we've got one. Uh, finding ceremonial comms isn't difficult. Unfortunately, there's a few funeral barges out there, and they're not wedding barges. We're not on those ones. I was on one of those yesterday. So, um, no, you haven't found us yet. Which means, do you know what it means? It means we're going to have to go with another one. 
Uh, maybe we get a bit, bit tenuous here. We 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 mentioned this place earlier in the show, but mainly because well, in the pre-show planning, because we got something wrong and we had to change it from from Mars to Sol. But um, I suppose we 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 could say that uh, Mrs. Fifty Sixty is Atrus's Atrus's. <clears throat> put my teeth back in. Very own uh, girl from Mars. Not an orbital radio. To our listener. Yes, you. Hello. And hello to the green room. Good evening, everybody. And for the mug. Evening. Mug. Good evening. Good evening. You don't catch us that way. Oh, oh no. Another mug. Oh, Flossie can't talk. No. <laughs> ah, there we go. Well, uh, hello, the green room. Hello from the wedding barge. Nice that you've smuggled yourselves aboard. Um, it's a real pity that nobody's actually found where we are yet, and there are no selfies of wedding barges yet, so we're going to carry on playing this one. But as is usual for the green room, we're going to say hi to everybody, ask how their week has been. If you've got something wonderful to say, you can say it. And um, if you haven't got something wonderful to say, you just say for the mug, and we will move on down. We're going to take turns. It's going to be me. It's then going to be... Hang on, this isn't going to work if I say Palantir, because you're second. So I'm going to say it's going to be me, and then it's going to be Amelia, then Flossie, and then Palantir, uh, bringing up the uh, the rear there. So it's for me to say good That's evening. That's a Fowlsler. A Fowlsler, yes. <clears throat> um, Commander Ventura. Yes, hello. Hello. How are you doing? Did I get it? Oh, uh, I did you get the hello. There. Almost there. Oh, Almost and um, how how has your week been? And uh, how are you dressed for this wedding party? Uh, uh, pajamas. <laughs> it's a pajama party over it's in Ventura's room later. Yes, exactly. Um, well, as long as you're not in your birthday suit, that's no, fine. No, I'm not in my birthday suit. Uh, no, my <laughs> week's been pretty busy. I also was doing the the taking for live radio on Tuesday and the edit as well. In game, I'm still trying to make my way in the T6 migration. Still trying to get to waypoint two, but yeah, I'll get there. Get there on the end. But enjoying the the exploration anyway. I haven't done a long exploration in a wee while, so yeah. Anyway, for the mug. Oh well, um, well, thank you very much. And before you go, um, do you have a message for uh, for, the, for the happy couple? Bear in mind, this is being recorded and given to them as well. So you be nice, otherwise we'll edit you. Well, no, actually, you'll edit you <laughs> in in the post show edit. Um, but do you, do you, do you have a message for the happy couple? Uh, congratulations. Uh, yes, uh, my my wedding anniversary is coming up on Saturday, so I'll be twenty one years. So congratulations. Hope you make it that far as well. So. Oh, so you're you're in the um, the old hand at this camp as well. Yes. Oh yes. Definitely. No, I'm. I'm... Definitely. Anyway, okay. Well, for the mug. Thank you very much, and I'm handing over to Amelia. And I'm saying hi to Harry. Hello. Oh, wrong voice, sorry. <laughs> How are you doing, Harry? Fine, thank you. Been a busy week with uh, people coming to stay, so lots of cooking and lots of children helping to make biscuits and things. So it's been um, doing pizzas and stuff, but to say... Today we're out at the theatre, and then two-hour drive back from Chichester, back to uh, to where we are. So that, but that was um, it was fun. But, um, what did you see? Uh, it was a play called Eight Hotels. Is about, it any uh, good? Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think it could be better, but uh, it was an interesting uh, take on Paul Robeson, the singer, when he was doing a tour of Othello and sleeping with just about everybody he could get his hands on and some of the uh, 
racial issues that were around uh, at the time. Interesting. I I'd give it three stars. Thank you very much. Three out of five or three out of ten? Oh, wow. Now that's good. Well done. Because I always, people say, what do you think of that? I'll give it, I'll give it two. But if you don't know what the scale is, it's pointless, isn't it? Well done, mathematics. <laughs> three out of five. So uh, worth going to, but not sure it was worth spending two hours in the car driving back. And anxious about being back in time for the show, obviously. Well, you could have swung by here and broadcast from the little studio <laughs> I have up yes, my study. That's good. I started if I went to Bournemouth earlier. To, well, having to driven divert. straight past my house to get there. Yes, just about. It's because I, uh, I had to drop off my old TV. I've had a, a TV. I've, I've gone. I've gone sixty-five inch four K. And yes, mm. I probably am compensated. But that's because I can't afford a fleet carrier. <laughs> so your very own mega ship. Yes. Yeah. I was delivering that to a relative who did not have a TV, and then went to Chichester and had a very nice lunch. Oh, nobody else wants to hear about so that. You've so driven past say, my house twice and not uh, Yeah, in. yes, I know. I was totally oh. wouldn't notice. All right. It didn't have any time. We left here at eight o'clock this morning and, and got back at about quarter to seven. I didn't stop, so... Yeah. Well, next time, day. drop in, and I've got a spare yeah. microphone here just for you. Okay, yes, that would be a pleasure. And a spare yeah. room so you can have a beer. Okay. Oh. Yeah, we could do that. Okay, I'll bear that in mind. And I'm going to say then, for the mug... The mug, Harry. So, uh, I get to ask, how David's done this week? What, me? Yeah, you. What, me? Well, it's it's been one of those sort of up and up and down weeks. So I've, um, I went off, I wasn't on the show last week, I went off to um, holiday in Spain. Um, little nice. place, little place on the north coast. I go to the north coast because the south coast is really, really hot and full of Brits. And the north coast, so south coast, and the north coast is not full of Brits and a little bit warmer than here, but not so much that I perspire myself to an early grave. Because you're between the mountains, the the, the Picos de Europa there and the um, Bay of Biscay, so you get some nice evening cool breezes coming across. And um, it is home from home. I've been going there since I was 12 years old. Uh, my, my late my late grandparents um, owned it, and then um, my my dear old mum uh, now has custody of it, and uh, we we do use it as a as a summer retreat. Um, we make an annual pilgrimage off to the the peaks themselves, and normally we get the cable car up to the top. So we get the cable car from 1,100 metres up to uh, 1,800 metres, and we do about a, an hour hike. So my son and I do about an hour hike up there and enjoy being above the eagles, looking down on the clouds, and the eagles flying below you, and it's absolutely beautiful up there. Um, this year we got there, and my, uh, as of today, 11-year-old son um, says, I can't be bothered waiting for the cable car. Dad, can we climb it? And I looked at <laughs> I looked at the mountain in front of me, and I, I, I looked at the the path up to the left there and it's it's about a about a thousand meters up and i thought i did that in november and it didn't kill me um i thought well you know we can always turn around and come home again if he doesn't want to do it so i said go on then we stocked up on water and jelly babies or um <laughs> what you, gummy bears it was actually gummy bears ositos and um I said, are you really, really sure? Because I did this, right, and it's quite hard. And he would, you know, 10, nearly 11 of him um, said, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do this. So we, we packed our rucksacks and we set off up these slopes. And then eight and a half hours later, we got back, having climbed to 2,100 metres, so higher than the cable car. So the only way to get any higher was actually with um, climbing gear and 
you know, actual proper ropes and things. And goodness gracious me, if my little man didn't do that entire hike, and it was as hard as the volcano hike. It was in 28 degrees, south-facing sunshine. Oh, um, and my little lad, I'm so proud of him, um, 11 years old today, did that Happy hike. Happy birthday the hike, to him. Well, thank you very much. And yeah, he he did that. He took his share of the rucksack too. So he he did fifty percent of the carrying of the rucksack, and with no training, no practice, whatever else, and drinking the water and eating the uh, ositos, he um, made it all the way to the top. And you get to the top there, and there's this secret valley. So as you come over the ridge, it lowers down in front of you to this this glorious green valley and it's got cows with giant cowbells and um, so you can hear the sort of clank 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 of the cowbells over the top and there's it's like in a it's like a caldera it's it's not volcanic but it's like in a um this sort of circle of green in the mountains and you look oh. down one way and you can see for miles and miles and miles eagles flying below you in clouds and the other side you can see this little secret valley full of cows and yeah i, I stood at the top there with my son and i just um I was immensely proud of him. And I, I know I'm boring everybody by saying the story, but I tell you what, it was a dad moment when I was massively proud of my son. He didn't moan once. Um, when we went down, back down to the second half of it, um, I was going zigzag, zigzag. You, you have to do sort of 10 metres sideways to go one metre down, kind of that kind of zigzag down the mountain. Um, and he decided he was going to go straight down. <laughs> so he skipped, he skipped four of the zigzags and went down on his backside with a stick. Um, and so it took me 10 minutes to catch up with him, um, because he, he decided, well, it's, it's loose, rubbly scree and he just sort of slid down on his backside and, um, yeah, he's gone black and blue, but a huge grin on his face, <laughs> having slid down the side of a mountain on his bum. Um, the sense of achievement was enormous. Um, I'm yeah, massively proud of him. I mean, planetary landings, we ever get it. I want to be able to slide down mountainsides on my bum. That's all, that's my wish list. <laughs> Um, now I, you it, need to immortalise that in pizza. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> having 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 um, ruptured my left knee, what it was, it was about two and a half, three months ago. I'd forgotten oh, yeah. I'd done it, and I was surprised it didn't it didn't give me any jip. Uh, we did run out of water um, two thirds of the way up, so we did the rest of it without any more water, which was um, we took a lot with us. We took five liters each. Um, it was very dry coming down. By the by, the time we hit the bottom in that kind of sunshine, we were we were parched, and it was, yeah, five liters. I thought would be enough, but it wasn't. Um, and then I got back home, and unfortunately, uh, yesterday I well, I had to go to a funeral for my uncle, which oh, was yeah. a very sad occasion. Um, I I'm gonna. By the way, everyone in the green room, I'm gonna be a little boring for a minute because it, it's been one of those emotional weeks, and. Um, I grew up in a household where disability was normal. So my, my uncle was born um, with very severe cerebral palsy um, back 75 years ago when being disabled was um, not as accepted as it is now uh, and not as there was not as much help available and society was not as um, helpful or um, well-adjusted mm. to disability. And my, my, my granny... And grandpa uh, brought him up. And I remember as a young man uh, going to my grandpa's house and it, um, they bought one of the old Ataris, the old wooden Ataris with the tiny little joysticks with a little button on it. And his motor skills weren't sufficient that he could play. And my grandpa 
uh, adjusted it using sort of leather strap and um, making a new handle for it so that he could play computer games with me back when I was sort of seven years old, six, seven years old. And um, I remember spending hour upon hour upon hour uh, playing computer games with, uh, with Graham. Um, back in the day, which is why, as an adult, when I find out about special effect, um, I, I jumped yeah. at the chance to help them. And I, I have a personal connection to special effect because I, I grew up in a household where we were doing this kind of thing back in the early 1980s um, to enable him to play computer games so we could have a, a gaming time together. And to find out as an adult there's a, a charity doing this, um, it was very, very special to me, and that's why I threw myself into it. Anyway, he um, came down with dementia about 10 years ago, which then affected his health ended up with pneumonia he spent 10 weeks in hospital recently oh, uh, heart rate 120 beats per minute um and every time we went down to the hospital the doctor said be prepared something bad's going to happen and we did this for 10 weeks and the doctor saying i have no idea how this tough old guy is still going <laughs> so he wasn't supposed to make it at the time into into his 20s you know it was the, the disability was sufficient that he was you know, they, they gave really bad prognoses, but he had the care for my grandparents as well that helped him um, have a career, have a life, and he got 75. Um, the man I remember disappeared 10 years ago, unfortunately, as a result of dementia. Um, he remembers me as a little sort of blonde-haired 10-year-old boy, and I loved the way I was viewed by his eyes, um, mm -hmm. even though he was very unwell. Um, it was sad to see him... Uh, unwell. It was sad to see him go. My dad and my uncle had a, a hard time with the, the speeches they did. But I tell you what, the inspirational for me personally, man that he was, and the time I spent with him playing games. I mean, forget yeah. all the other bits. The the fun I had. I mean, he would he would have a cigar in his mouth, a pint by the side of him. We play computer games, and that's um, it's been inspirational to me over the years. I, I'm sorry if I'm being really boring and dull about it, but um, the funeral. Funeral was yesterday, and um, missed miss the man I remember terribly, but he, he disappeared a long time ago. And um, I'd just like to say, you know, good goodbye and well done, that man. He went on his own time after 10 weeks, and he decided when he was going to go, and he went. And um, I'm glad he's at peace. Oh, oh. So sorry to, sorry to be, I, don't, I hope it's not a downer for everybody, but it, it's, um, and it's why I support special effect because the stuff they do, if that had been around when he was a younger man, my goodness, oh, the opportunities available to him. Yes. Um, yeah. you know, he managed to get a job. He managed to, to, to work through his life and get some independence. And he did that as a result of my grandparents' personal care. But to find out there's a charity that does it, my goodness gracious me, you know, it, it is very special to me, special effect. So that was my yesterday. And then today has been my son's 11th birthday. And as I said earlier, I'm very proud of him. So I've had one of those weeks and I'm off camping tomorrow for, for five days to go and chill out in a field. Sounds great. I used to love yeah. camping. <laughs> the, 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 the amazing tapestry that is life. Yeah. Very good. But, um, so there you go. I'm sorry for, you know, waxing lyrical on it, but um, I'm just going to say uh, for the mug. And my comment for um, Atrus5060 has been an absolute pleasure for the last bit, Atrus, um, to have you writing that text and to have you send us messages how much you're enjoying the silly voice we put on for you. We really appreciate it. And we really hope, um, you know, a, a long, long and happy life together for you and Mrs5060. And um, congratulations from us. Hi, thank you very much, Father Mog. Okay, it's back to me. I I forgot to put in a comment for Atrus. I'd like to say thank you very much for destroying half of my vocal cords for trying to attempt the voice. But uh, on the marriage front, uh, I'd like to say 
I was going to do a, I was going to do a joke about uh, I'd like to thank my wife for 30 lovely years we've been married for 42 no I'd like to thank my wife for 42 lovely years because it's not that's how I feel um, anyway um, El Masri try and match that last one come on how you doing mate <laughs> I'm good thanks yes um, just uh, yeah been been busy with work and everything and uh, GCSE results today uh, for my daughter not for me obviously I'm well past that but uh, yeah so it's all been good and was it good news or, or oh god yeah she did better than uh, than even she hoped so yes uh, very very good takes after a mother then <laughs> <laughs> oh there we go yeah uh, Flossie Flossie where's the I'll, pan I'll go, go on <laughs> pan in for that one that one <laughs> ow So yeah, but, yeah, and, uh, yeah, all good there. But uh, don't really have too much else because uh, I've not been in game much recently. Um, just uh, sorting other things. So um, yeah, for the mug and uh, for Atrus, um, yeah, congratulations. Uh, hope hope it all goes well and uh, wish you all the best. Thank you. And this is where Dave usually says, "Oh, is it me again?" No, yeah. I was I was I was feeling mellow at that point. Um, Commander Aiden. Yes. Hello, old boy. How are you? Um. No, no. I've got to avoid the obvious joke. <laughs> All right. Have you found wedding barge yet? Uh, it sounds like you're on a long-distance journey to try and find us. Yes. Uh, I've decided that if I'm going to be looking for a wedding barge, I might as well come armed for wedding. So I'm tootling around Hutton Space in my Corvette. Yeah. I mean, I I must admit. You know, you see all those comms all the time and you see the message, you jump into a system and I, you know, I haven't written my vows yet or I can't believe the family, it's the first time family's been together and all that kind of stuff. And when you actually want to find one, it's actually quite hard, isn't it? Yes, especially now they don't actually tootle around in, uh, in super cruise and now you have to find uh, a ceremonial comms. And of course, it could be any kind of ceremony. It could be a christening. It could be a you know, um, coming of age ceremony. It could be all sorts of things. Yes, it, it could even be uh, funerals. Well, <laughs> appropriate uh, this week. Yes, and I've dropped in on a couple and gone. Oh, okay, uh, my respects to the <laughs> so, to sorry, the, uh, wrong wrong party to the uh, to the dearly dearly departed. Um, I'm going now. Sorry, sorry. Sorry to you, you didn't stay for the free sandwiches then. No. That's oh, right, okay. I heard they, I heard they were very tasty, but um, okay. Was it? So you're out there looking for that. And how has your week been? Bad average, really. Um, you know, uh, had yeah, uh, had a yeah. Basically, I'm catching up from my time off. Uh, I go away. I go away from the office for a week, and the. Um, the the requests that his uh, the the uh, his fluffiness uh, has decreed need needs actioning. Some of them didn't seem to get done whilst I was away, so um, I'm just working my way through the uh, the backlog. Well, and are you working this weekend, or are you um, enjoying a, a bank holiday? Relax. Uh, I. Doubt I'll be working, seeing as I've actually managed to get down to manageable levels. 
So, but I may be, I may be uh, meandering towards a, uh, the, uh, the Reading orbital station to, see, to catch up with people, and I might drop in on people there. Okay, well, um, enjoy your weekend. It looks like being a, a pleasant one on Sol, or yeah, at least in, in the, the Reading, Reading corner of Sol. Mm. And, and don't forget, I've still got your VR kit. Yes. <laughs> you, you need to swing by some point and pick up the VR kit. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and do that. Um, but I won't I be here this weekend. No, um, I'll probably be down in, I don't know, a month or so. Um, maybe sooner. Depends on how things are at home. All right, well, I'll let you know when I'm next up in your neck of the woods as well, and I'll see if I can uh, load it into the hauler for you as well. Marvellous. Um, for the mug. And do you have any wise words for the happy couple? I wish you the best of luck, and may you find all the happiness and contentment. And don't get stuck behind uh, caravans. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Commander Aiden. Now, Amelia, does this mean you have to talk to yourself, or are you going to skip yourself? Uh, allow myself to introduce myself. No, no go on, talk, you talk to Comet Bourne, go on then. Hello, Comet Bourne, how are you? Hi, not too shabby. What you been up to lately? Yeah, I had some effort trouble here, um, getting used to a new joystick in-game, and when did you basically, get? Uh, went with a gunfighter from VKB. Okay, that's a HOTAS system, yeah? Uh, yeah. Any and good? All the, and all the buttons I could want. Nice. So, 27. Very nice. Yeah, yeah and in-game, still exploring. And unfortunately, uh, no wedding barges out here. And what part of the galaxy are you in at the moment? Uh, about 19,000 south of Beagle. Okay, so pretty far. Moderately. <laughs> and what are you looking for out there, or are you just generally exploring? Just generally exploring. Nice. And so, for the mug. For the mug, would you like to say anything to the happy couple? Uh, all the best. Thank you very okay. much. Oh, is Flossie, Flossie now? You're Hello. skipping back to um, say hi to well, Amelia. Yes, I'll say hi to Amelia. How's your week been? Hello, Flossie. Hello. Um, yeah, my week's been pretty um, mild, actually. Um, just been trying to unlock those annoying engineers. <laughs> it, yeah. it seems as though whenever I do one, another pop, another two pop up in its place. Um, slowly getting there, slowly. And also, when I'm not trying to unlock engineers, I've been teaching newcomers to the game, which is well, always that, tedious. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice thing, nice thing to do, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it can be fun. Possibly a bit frustrating. I don't quite uh, <laughs> understand something. What I love is um, the enthusiasm, you know. Oh, um, yeah. When someone's wide-eyed and, oh, my God, look at that. It's so pretty <laughs> type of stuff. Um, uh, things you take for granted, isn't it? It's... Yeah, we, we've been playing it for, what, five years now, something like that. Yeah. And so when someone comes along and it, and it it's just wide-eyed and oh, so pretty. 
But um, yeah, other than that, it's been a pretty slow week. So I'm just going to say um, congratulations to the happy couple, Mr. and Mrs. 5060, and for the mug. Thank you for the mug. Now, it's for me to talk to you, Flossie. So apart from being no better right. than you should be <laughs> and attracting men when you're out there with, with your... Yeah. Well, I mean, are we, are we surprised? I mean, Flossie. Well. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a queue. I, I know. And that, uh, uh, Robbie's. Um, well, Robbie's written to me and expressed his <laughs> disappointment. No, <laughs> that she didn't take pictures. But um, uh, other than that, how how was your week, dear lady? Oh. Well, um, as I say, I had a fantastic on the weekend, which uh, was eventful in itself, just getting there and getting back again. Uh, I arrived in um, Cleethorpes uh, by train. I went, I went looking for a, a taxi, there was none to be found. So I went to the bus stop. Uh, next bus was in 20 minutes, so I thought, oh, I'll walk. But as it was raining, I decided to hang on, because at least it was a shelter. And eventually got a bus and uh, found I could use my bus pass, which was nice. <laughs> um, yeah, quite a, an eventful weekend. I didn't really see much of Fantastic on itself, because of the acoustics in the hall made it difficult to hear things. But it was mainly sort of meeting up with other people and just, Enjoying it, having a nice time at the seaside, <laughs> fish and chips, ice creams, you know. Kiss me, quick um, hats. <laughs> yeah. So, and then of course on the very last night to get the fire alarm going, that was just. <laughs> I was just about that, that, that was a mission, wasn't it? You worked so hard to get that going. <laughs> <laughs> and and I did take photos, the two photos of the the uh, fire that turned up, well, and women actually, mm-hmm. firefighters that turned up. So uh, yeah, it was. Um, of course, people were just saying, "Oh, what should I do?" <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing. I'm getting out. <laughs> I think all my years of being fire officers at work, you know, they've sort of instilled into me, you know. Get out, call call the fire service and stay out until you're told you can buy them that you can go back in. And uh, I said at one point, I think the uh, the owner sort of said, "Oh, it's okay, it's a fire, it's a it's a false alarm. You can all go back now." I said, "No, I'm not going back until I'm told I can go back by the fire service." <laughs> that big one over there, that that big bloke there, that's taken his shirt off. Him, him, yes. <laughs> And I noticed there was a few women as well. So, uh, Nothing yeah. wrong with that? No, no. I think we were tend to say men, but uh, yeah, there was. I saw at least at least one woman. Um, you know, it was a bit, a bit of excitement when the weekend on. Oh, my heart's all a flutter. <laughs> on your bit. And there's me in my nighty. <laughs> Bare feet. <laughs> I thought I'm probably going to get a chill after this. Anyway, uh, since then, um, not really done an awful lot. I sorted out my photos one evening. Um, I did 
the last bit of the CG yesterday morning. <laughs> um, other than that, not a lot really. So I just try to say congratulations to the happy couple and I hope you have a long and happy marriage. All the mug. Now it's back to me and I'm going to cheat. Well, you see, Funky Abigail has actually... No, you see, I have to read... Yeah, I'm going to have to... Hello, Funky Abigail, how are you? And Funky Abigail says, Hello, it's a big for the mug from me, having connection problems, just want to say hello. Um, Also, I've got some spare thyroid hearts, not burning a hole in my hole if anyone wants one, and congrats to the happy couple. But Very good, that was a good accent, yes. Yeah. Um, but thank you very much, Funky Abigail, but I'm not going to get away that easily, so I'm going to say hi to Lenin. Oh, hello. Hello, Lenin. How is Lenin Orbital? Leningrad. Is it still there in the rings, under the rings, over the rings this week? I haven't checked, to be honest. All right, in the rings? Possibly. Now, I tell you what, we were thinking about CGs earlier, and Lenin Orbital has no facilities, does it? Um, no outfitting. And or Leningrad. Yeah. Yeah, so Probably maybe no a CG well. to turn it into a an active station, a, a Hutton CG for Leningrad, <laughs> might be one of our ideas. I'm going to submit that one. Yeah, do it. See what happens. Yeah. At least so you can buy some limpets or something. Well, the, the, get, that's the thing. There is another station just a few light seconds away that has everything. Okay. Yeah, but it's not in the rings, is it? Oh, it like isn't. this one. But it's at a jaunty angle just there under the, the rings of that planet. And um, right, maybe a CG to get some limpets might be an idea. So have you been up Fun. to much? No, I'm uh, finishing up the last bit of work. I'm doing my last day tomorrow before my vacation. And um, you're going anywhere nice for your vacation? Staying at home? Heading away somewhere? I've got a few projects to do at home. And I'm probably going to do Scotland um, a few days. I haven't decided which. Oh, well, sounds good. I mean, you could always uh, tap up some local trackers for a, a swift beer. I suppose that could happen. Yeah, well, drop us a message over on uh, over on the Facebook or over on uh, Discord, and uh, we, we can see if yeah. some Hutton trackers are about. Uh, Maybe decided on a few dates, I'll announce it. Yeah, well, once you know, let us know, because it's always good to catch up with fellow Hutton truckers for a, a jar of something. It is. Anywho, for the mug and to the happy couple... This is the first day of the rest of your lives. Well, thank you very much. And I'm talking to Commander Litho Breaker. How are you? Hi, I'm pretty good, thanks. What you been up to? Not an awful lot, really, actually, this week. I think the highlight of my week has been that I bought some wine glasses. But unfortunately, I didn't notice what size they were, so... um, If anybody ever visits, don't be surprised when the wine's served in 21-ounce glasses. 21 ounce. What, what's just the weight of the glass have to, to do with it? Hmm. Uh, just over a pint. That's the size <laughs> wine glasses should be. Yes, that's what we like. That's the size of uh, like a, one of these water bottles that London is like wandering around with these days. Yep, 580 mil. So uh, I, I'm proud to say I've, I've only had one glass of wine tonight and I don't know why it's gone to my head the way it has. <laughs> Nature abhors a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. So um, where can I get these wine glasses? <laughs> yeah, we can send us a link. Yeah. <laughs> and they're stemless as well, so they're not too big. 
well, in some ways of looking at it, they fit in the dishwasher. When you say stemless, sorry, I'm going to cut across the, the chat. Stemless, basically you bought pint glasses. I mean, it's did a did bucket, you just buy it? pint yeah. glasses? Well, they, they look like the, the bowl of a wine glass. Very elegant. Well, ish. Sound like but, mine. Um, harder to knock over was the theory when we got the stemless ones because we've broken two in the last month, so. It was time for new ones. Did you say they were metal? No, no, glass. Glass, okay. Definitely glass. <laughs> just, just to prove it, you're banging them on the table. Yeah. So you so say you lost two glass. in the last week. Yeah. Was it anything to do with tapping them on the table like that? No, that was to do with karate chopping them off the side of the couch. <laughs> they were the stemmed ones that we had in the past. So, um, yeah, not good. They're too tall when they've got a big long stem on the bottom. Metal wine glasses can be very good. I've I've drunk red wine out of uh, silver wine glasses that were 300 quid each. And my goodness, you could actually take any old cheap plonk, put it in there, and it tasted really good. Of course, I couldn't afford the glass. <laughs> I think then, it is. So. <laughs> I think I'd rather spend the 300 quid on the wine, to be honest. <laughs> and what wine are you drinking? This is uh, a Shiraz tonight. Okay. So, so, anything um, else? Um, not really, no. In-game, it hasn't been in-game. It's been uh, not, Planet not, Coaster. I'm absolutely stuck on that at the moment. Not broken Can't any records recently? No, sadly not. Did you, or, or did you see Lithobreaker? Sorry, to cut across you. Did you see Lithobreaker, the sub-40 minute, sub-42 minute hut and run? No. Who managed that? Oh, well, and you, how? Mm. It didn't get mentioned in the news earlier, but yes, um, the maybe due to the glitch or maybe due to other reasons, there was a well, it was forty-two minutes and a few seconds to Hutton Orbital earlier in the week. Okay, it airbrushed out of history. It got yeah, airbrushed out of history. I think that's probably appropriate because we all know that's just nonsense. Because that would just lend fuel to those people that says now it takes forty-five minutes. <laughs> and the anaconda's free and we know that's false as well. <laughs> yeah on the basis the anaconda's not free clearly it's not 45 minutes and therefore it got clearly. deleted quite right too but yeah for me it's just uh, for the mug i think okie dokie oh, for the mug and would you like to say anything yeah congratulations the to the happy couple i've been at it for 24 and a bit years now and i hope they're as happy as i am 24 years from now oh you're a big soppy thing aren't you yes Mug. For the mug. Okay, so that's me to talk to Night Ranger. Have you had a good week? I can see you talking, but I can't hear anything. Your lips are moving. But we have no Night Ranger. But we can come back to the Night Ranger. Go on then, Flossie. Oh, on, move, move down. On, move down. Ranger, no, 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 no Flossie. Please talk to me, Night Ranger. <laughs> no, you're moving down. <laughs> you got the next one. Hello. How's your week been, Odie? Been okay, actually. So, how are you? Been I'm well? fine. I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> just, uh, just want to say before I get on to the puns, um, uh, they had an announcement that fleet carriers are coming and that 
and you're able to have it where each individual commander is able to have one. I look forward to the development of what they do to bring this out. You know. Uh, uh, sounds really interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds interesting, and I wonder if they're going to make it harder for us by requiring the unique uh, fuel to be something hard to get or easy, how the availability of that fuel will be, you know, how harder, easy it will be. Who knows? <laughs> but did you hear that oxygen and potassium went on uh, went on a date? Yeah, uh -huh. it, went, it went okay. <laughs> oh no! Uh, what, what animal do you get when you take out the T A and I in the word potassium? Oh, I can't think. <laughs> um, awesome. <laughs> What do you call iron growing in the breeze? I don't know. For breeze. Oh. <laughs> what is uranium, fluoride, and oxygen? I don't know. UFO. <laughs> Please yes. put the frying pan on him. What do you I don't know. When I go into a restaurant, I am dying. All right. Well, well thank, thank that's you. The for that. That's the period of that table finished. Have you got anything to say to our happy couple? No? Um, what happy couple? Atrus. Uh, he got married this week. Oh, cool. That's... I didn't... I wasn't paying attention to that, but that's great. <laughs> Yay. And on that note, what, I got one question. What's the best formula for breakfast? I don't know. Barium, cobalt, and nitrogen. Oh, right. Yeah, because the, uh, uh, what is it, the symbols for those three compounds equals bacon. Ah. Just, just to, to break in, I think I may have been able, I might be able to rescue you all, so you don't have to stay oh. on the wedding barn. Oh, Yay. we have a breaking rescue, we need, we need selfies. Give us a location. I'm currently in the PSPF system. And there should be a ceremonial comms beacon turning up somewhere. Yeah, well, keep it, keep us posted as we get towards the end of the show. We might escape from this show without having to do more of the uh, more of the uh, wedding songs. Fingers crossed. We keep looking. So, and the last person again. You really should change your name, Wes, because that way you won't be last, unless that's where you like to hide in the corner. How's your week been, my friend? Always bringing up Rio, I ain't going to change it for a lifetime. It's been fine. I've just been watching a game on Twitch called No Man's Sky, and it's on set. And I think it'll be very interesting to get another space um, game. Have you ever played it before, or is this your first time of seeing it ever? First time. This thing's been out for three years. 
Um, I have I've got I've clocked over three hundred hours in this game. It is it is a good game, but I wouldn't recommend it in VR. Yes, I've noticed one of them because Malik's on my Steam list, and he's it's, not, it's still got to work its bugs out on its VR. Looks like a bloody yeah. good game to do. It is a good game. It's a very good game, but VR has too many bugs. It makes it unplayable at the moment. Well, I'm almost near the end of my trip as I've got 40 jumps left. I found a very rare planet a couple of days ago, I did. A water world gas giant. Uh, okay, I've never seen one of those before. That rare or what? Never and even then, heard of that. Yeah, no, I've, I'm, I've basically found it, and I've mapped it, and I've tagged it. When I come back, I drop a load of data off and I get my name on it. And in that system, I think I had two Earth-like worlds in the same place. I mean, double bargain. Nice. <laughs> Both been mapped. Well, you, it looks like the wedding barge has moved on. Oh, that sucks. But I think I managed to get, I managed to pose in, in sufficient style, so, or at least get a picture of it. <laughs> I've saved them. And all I've been doing, I've been doing a load of TikTok videos as well, and that's basically been my roundup, looking after my son, which he's going to a new preschool that finishes last year, and then he'll be going to school. All that, I think. Mug. Brilliant. Thank you. Just before I hand back to everybody, a little piece of news that's game-related, that those of you have seen HCS voice packs. Uh, they've just reached a target on Twitter of 3,000 followers. So if you look on Twitter, they actually have a code, which I'm not going to give out in game because I think you should, or in, in the in the broadcast, because I think you should go and check it. But half price off everything at checkout. If you want to go and get uh, one of the brilliant uh, voice packs to work with voice attack in Elite, half price at the moment. Anyway, thank you. That's End of the news. Well, thank you very much, everybody in the green room. <clears throat> it's It's been uh, fun so far. We've got two more tunes for you because we've not been rescued yet, and we're not going to give up quite this soon. So we're going to play one tune, and um, then we're going to go upstairs. We're going to say goodnight to everybody, and then we're going to play our final tune of the evening. So please feel free to hang around for the time being. Um, so, um, Commander Ventura, are, are you ready yes. for Are you ready for the play the tune and then the run upstairs? Yes, I am ready. I'm ready. Right now, would would you like to introduce the the next tune? It's a dramatically soppy title. Um, the next one coming up is Tapau and Balancing. You're listening to the full and unexpurgated long version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, including all the talky bits in the green room with just a music cutout. If you want just the key information, there's also a shorter digest version. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. And welcome back to the green room. Oh, so we haven't been rescued yet. We're still we're still on this barge, and Ventura is still spinning the discs. And yeah, <clears throat> very uh, We are right. still here. The, 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 it's all gone a bit slow dance on the dance floor, very and it's all very romantic here. And oh, yeah, oh, then you, yeah. then the lights go up. You go oh. Well, you see, you know, we've got to do these things really properly. You and, mean and like, while... um, you mm -hmm. mean like properly, as in 
the kind of properly litho-breaker did with his wine glasses. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, do a proper job on it. Tap it on the side and see if it smashes, yeah. Well, thank you very much, everybody who's tuned in this evening. Thank you very much to our guests um, and our presenters. Now, I was just commenting before I had the 30 seconds left to go, oh, God, that's fading quick, let's go live, um, that maybe we ought to, before our last tune, go out with a poem, because we're cultured like that. What, what do we think on, on a, a closing poem? It's, it, no. it's a, yeah, I mean, we're going to be sending this to the... Tune. Well, yeah, exactly, with, with, with our voice. None of us can sing particularly well. I mean, I've heard you sing, you've heard me sing. Maybe Flossie can sing much better than us. Amelia, I mean, your voice we've yet to hear singing. But, that's, um, that's in the works, apparently. <laughs> the, the, the spoken word may be our thing. Now, who is feeling particularly romantic this evening? I'm always oh. romantic. You're always romantic. So yeah, what Harry said. Well, you you see in the script there. Mm-hmm. I I've put some Christopher Marlowe. Do, oh, do you feel maybe? Do, do, do you feel do you feel up for this one? As a special treat from us to them. I'd like to have a try. You'd like to have a try. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to we're going to do this, and then we're going to have a special dedication to the happy couple, and we're making no apologies for it because because we can, we are, and because we do, that's who we are. So we're gonna we're gonna um, have the poem as read by um, Harry Balsack, also known as Commander Palantir, and then we're going to um, say a couple of words and say good night to everybody. And by the way, Ventura, just this once, we can skip the Cecil bit because we don't we don't want to really bugger off. We all want to go to the bar. So um, on that note, if you're ready, Palantir, yep, yep, this is specially. For Atrus 5060. Come live with me and be my love, and we will all the pleasures prove that valleys, groves, hills and fields, woods or steepy mountains yields. And we will sit upon the rocks, seeing the shepherds feed their flocks by shallow rivers to whose falls melodious birds sing madrigals. And I will make thee beds of roses and a thousand fragrant posies, a cap of flowers, and a kirtle embroidered all with leaves of myrtle, a gown made of the finest wool, which from our pretty lambs we pull, fair-lined slippers for the cold, with buckles of the purest gold, a belt of straw and ivy buds, with coral clasps and amber studs, and if these pleasures may thee move, come live with me and be my love. The shepherd's swain shall dance and sing for thy delight each May morning. If these delights thy mind may move, then live with me and be my love. Ages 5060, with a special message from Tom O'Dell at the end. Congratulations once again, and we look forward to hearing from you again next week. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off?